Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to UCI Conversations, a weekly public affairs program dedicated to exploring everything in the land of blue and gold with interviews of UCI leaders, innovators, and last but not least, zot, 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 everyday anteaters. I am your host, Kevin Bossenmeyer, aka Timothy Toastmaster, excited and committed to bringing you informative, inquisitive, and just plain fun positive talk radio. So here we go. Hello, all you UCI Conversations listeners. Today, the show covers the statewide UC Grad Slam competition that was held last Thursday, May 3rd, 2018 at LinkedIn Corporate Headquarters in downtown San Francisco. If you haven't heard about it, the Grad Slam is a research communication and professional development opportunity for all 50,000 graduate students in the UC. It's designed to make their work, its purpose, and its value accessible to the public. Graduate students showcase their ability to present their research in three minutes. Yes, that's three minutes in a way that enlightens and entertains a general audience. The first place winners from each of the 10 UC campuses compete for the statewide prize affectionately called the Slammy. So sit back, relax, and listen up as we travel through the event with selected interviews and insights. And here we go. Hey, I'm here with Dean Leslie of the Graduate Division from UCI. How are you today, Dean? Doing well. There's a lot of excitement in the room. It's about 10 minutes before we start. All the champions are here. All the judges are here. President Napolitano. So we're good to go. Fantastic. This is the fourth year of the event. Is it any different this year? Are things maturing or are they generally alike from year to year? Oh, I think things are maturing. We know what we're doing. The LinkedIn facility is a great facility. It's very modern. And I think to begin with, it was a little overwhelming, but now we're used to it. We're really happy that LinkedIn hosts us. Fantastic. How much engagement do you have? Alana Ogata is our representative from UCI. Do you have much engagement with her as things progress, or how does that work? So I don't personally, but Rima Gorter, who is Activate to Captivate, she works with our champions, and she's worked with Alana to make sure that she feels ready for the event. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Fantastic. Thanks, Dean. The competition went very, very well for each of the 10 UC contestants. Between each of the contestants' presentations, the five judges needed several minutes to rate each speaker. So this gave UC President Janet Napolitano time to spontaneously interview each graduate presenter right after their presentation on stage. The theme of these interviews organically evolved into stories about cooking, brewing craft beer, and things their graduate advisor may not have known about them, leading to some wonderful light moments. We also learned that President Napolitano occasionally enjoyed McDonald's french fries and collected beetle cards when she was a kid. Prior to the announcement of the winners of the 2018 Grad Slam, I had the opportunity to briefly interview President Napolitano along with Cal Matters reporter Felicia Mello. Hey, it's Kevin Bossemer with KUCI and UCI Conversations. President Napolitano has just moderated and hosted the UC Grad Slam. How do you felt it went? 
president? I thought Grad Slam was terrific. We had 10 finalists, one from each campus. They got three minutes apiece to describe their research. There was research in the life sciences, research in the environmental sciences, research in the social sciences. I mean, there was just a, a breadth of topics covered, and they were all different, and they were all terrific. Fantastic. This is the fourth year. When did you first hear about the Grad Slam coming up? Was it in the process before you came on board as president, or was it presented to you and did you grasp it right away? So it was presented to me as an idea when I became president and the first system-wide competition was 2015, so this is the fourth year. Every year is different. They get bigger and better each year, so and more and more graduate students participate at the campus level. Have you moderated every year? I have. I am the moderator. And a tradition is going. How do you prepare? It takes a lot of guts to get up there and extemporaneously talk with the presenters. Do you get nervous? No, but I have a lot of fun with it. I think it gives the presenters an opportunity to show a little bit of a different side of themselves. Hopefully they're having a little fun with it as well. And it makes the whole competition go quicker for people. And we learn about the presenters, but we also learn about you. McDonald's French fries, I hear, are our favorites. Yeah. And the Beatles. And the Beatles, absolutely. So, yeah, you can run, but you can't hide. And that's the kind of thing that comes out in, in the conversations. And it's fun, and hopefully it's enjoyable for everybody who's watching. Very much. On a little bit of a serious side, I think there's a lot of confusion in terms of state funding for the UC. What percentage of the UC budget does the state fund? Well, that's because we have kind of the, what we call the, the core operational budget, which is what people see at the undergraduate campuses versus the entire university, which includes the academic medical centers, the national laboratories, and, and so forth. In, in terms of the core operational budget, we get basically the same amount of money from the state as we did in the year 2000 and we have 90,000 more students. So that gives you a sense of why it is important for the state to reinvest and reinvest now. Can you put a percentage on it? So the state part of the core operating budget is roughly 40%. So a slightly higher percentage actually comes from tuition. That's a reversal from when the university began when state funding was the overwhelming percentage of the core budget and tuition was just a little add-on at the end. Gotcha. How about the community college partnership that you're looking to create? How's that going? That's going well. We signed an agreement with the community colleges providing for a guarantee of admission to the University of California beginning for students who start in 2019. If they take one of our 21 pathways, they each represent a different major and get the required GPA. So we are now going to spend the next year or so making sure we've got um, the implementation of that nailed down. Thank you very much for your time, President. Thanks very much. Thank you. How much of an impact the changes at the federal level in terms of how science is being dealt with at the federal level are impacting UC research, and if UC has any particular plans for advocacy on that front? So we um, are certainly advocating for federal research dollars, which are an important part of our budget. We get billions uh, from the federal government. And we're also advocating for the value of basic research and science and 
facts and evidence-based policies. So we're all in. What impact have we seen with this administration on your ability to do that? Well, what, what we've actually seen is that Congress has preserved and in some cases actually increased uh, funding for federal research which we are happy to see. We are disturbed by the changes uh, such as uh, the recent decision at the EPA in terms of the restriction on what kinds of science they will consider in making their very important public policy decisions. If you joined us late, you are listening to UCI Conversations. I'm your host, Kevin Bossenmeyer. Today, I am leading you through a series of interviews from last Thursday's UC Grad Slam competition at LinkedIn in San Francisco. There were 10 UC finalist presentations, one from each UC school. My next interview is with Activate to Captivate communications specialist Bree McWooter, who coached our UCI presenter Alana Ogata and teaches in different communication venues around campus. Hey, it's Kevin Bossemar with UCI Conversations, and I'm with... Bree McWhorter. And Bree, can you tell us about how you have prepared Alana Ogata today for the UC Grad Slam competition? Well, Alana Ogata, I first met when she was in my class. She took my class, and then... And that's Activate to Captivate? Activate to Captivate. And she took my class and was amazing. And then she has just been training and doing little things along the way. But, I mean, a lot of it is her. This is her research. These are her ideas. You know, these are her stories. And I just helped finesse the packaging. But this is her time. Absolutely. Gotcha. What are the two or three most important things that you work with students about? The first thing is getting over nerves because nerves distance your personality from the audience and so the the audience can't feel connected to you if you don't show up as who you are and so first thing is getting over nerves so that you can be relaxed and be yourself up there the second would be content figuring out the best package of what you need to say to get people interested and making sure that people want to continue to ask questions because they feel engaged and I guess the third would be to enjoy the process. Yeah. yeah. That sounds right on. So here we are right before the announcement of the winner. <laughs> have you been to all four of the competitions? I have, yes. I've coached all four years. Do they have a different flavor from year to year? Yeah, the first year nobody really knew what it was, what was happening. It was fantastic because UCI won that first year and it was great. And then I think that everybody caught the grad slam bug from then on. And then the second year was here in LinkedIn. And from LinkedIn, it's been, they've been small adjustments on the way that it's packaged. This is the first year that there hasn't been a panel for anything else before the presentation. It's just been grad slam. All of the contestants have been highlighted a little bit more, which is nice. Yeah. Every time I coach somebody and they meet with the whole group, they always come back saying how friendly everybody is and what a great supportive atmosphere it is. And I think that that bug is also catching around. Everyone wants to be a part of it. Very good. If students at UCI are interested in Activate to Captivate, how do they find out about it? I have a couple different classes on the UCI campus, but I think the best way would be to contact me at activatetocaptivate.com, and I can direct them to which class is right for them. I hold every fall, winter, and spring, I have a course through the UC Graduate Division, and it's free for all graduate students and postdocs, so I think that would be the one that's applicable to the most people on the campus. How do you think our chances are? 
I'm crossing my fingers. I think we got a good chance. I'm biased, but I am crossing my fingers. But you change the judges, you change the winner. So everybody here has already won, and so obviously their pitches are amazing. And now it's just hoping that your personal favorite wins, which we all hope is Alana. <laughs> there you go. Thanks a lot, Bree. Thank you. Before I announce the winners, I have to give a shout out to all the finalists who were winners by just being there. Congratulations. After the judges' ballots were tabulated and the online People's Choice ballots were closed, UC Provost and former Anteater Mike Brown announced the winners. Drum roll, please. The People's Choice Online Award went to Munya Tao from UCSB. Third place went to Portia Mira from UC Merced. Second place, Yu Chi Kao from UCSF. And the first place winner of the Slammy and $6,000 was Joseph Carbonet from UC Berkeley. It was an outstanding competition, and again, kudos to all the participants. Here were Provost Mike Brown's parting sentiments. Uh, and I finally want to thank each of you uh, for joining us at this very special event. We appreciate your wonderful support and great energy on behalf of graduate education at UC. We hope that you will take that energy and insight from today and help highlight the importance of, I, I don't know if everybody fully appreciates what uh, Janet said earlier. This is a research university, academic Graduate education is key to the engine that is the research engine of the university. It's a source of discoveries. You were getting, we were just getting a, a glimpse of the wonders that come out of the work of graduate students under the mentorship of their professors here. And they, are, and we probably could look deeply, to, many of you are working with undergraduate students, aren't you? And, and involving them in research activities and, and enriching their lives that way. It is part of what makes UC so very special. So take that with you. Don't lose that. And let other people know about it. Thank you. See you next year. From there, I caught up with UCI Grad Slam finalist Alana Ogata after the event. Hey, it's Kevin Bossamara with UCI Conversations, and I'm here with Alana Ogata. She just completed the UC Grad Slam final competition up in San Francisco at LinkedIn. Unfortunately, she finished out of the running for the awards, but she did fantastic. Alana, how did it go for you? I thought it went really well, so I'm actually kind of sick. I was worried that I was going to mess up a lot of things, but no, it went as well as it could have gone. I know I did my best, so it felt good. Fantastic. In terms of presentations and preparing and so forth, did you feel like you were underprepared, overprepared? Was it right on? Um, maybe slightly overprepared. This has been like a long time coming, so I was a little worn out by the end, but... Uh, Bree did a really good job coaching me on how much to practice, so it felt good. Gotcha. How about this morning before the competition? <laughs> what was that like? I didn't have a lot of time to think. We had to come here at 7 a.m. just to run through all the technical stuff, and uh, that took up the whole morning. And then we had a little break and then came back at 10, and that was it. I didn't have much time to... <laughs> gotcha, yeah. gotcha. In terms of the experience today, any lessons learned? Anything, you know, it's like, oh boy, I'll oh take boy. that away next time, or... Um, just 
to go for it and you know it's still been a great experience whether you win or not the people I have met would not have been possible if I didn't participate in the first place so just participating in things is a good thing yeah so I want to keep doing that and you now have a connection with President Napolitano that yeah. never hurts hey congratulations again your research is amazing you know can you just refresh the listeners in case they're new just briefly what your research is right so we're working on point-of-care diagnostics for cancer so essentially we want to make a cancer test that you can use at home for a personal diagnosis and I'm working on developing an electronic sensor that will help get us to that kind of product like a pregnancy test or like something a pregnancy like. test that, something as simple as a pregnancy test that is an incredible incredible thing to work on and we just wish you all the best it is going to change humanity it's it's very worthy I think, yes i think a lot of the science today i believe is really going to change the healthcare when it comes to cancer testing best of luck we look forward to talking to you in the future thank you I also had a chance to visit with the man who ended up holding the 2018 Slammy at the end of the day. Hey, so it's Kevin Bossemeyer with UCI Conversations, and I'm with... Joe Charbonnet. I'm a PhD candidate at UC Berkeley in environmental engineering. Fantastic. And Joe just won the statewide UC Grad Slam competition with his three-minute presentation. Can you tell our listeners what it was about, Joe? Sure. So stormwater is something that for a long time cities viewed as pollution, as something they just want to get rid of as quickly as possible. But this is pretty ironic, especially in California, where we pump water from all across the state and the country to help supply our cities. And here's a fresh source of water literally falling from the heavens. And we think it's sort of a shame to just get rid of this stormwater as quickly as possible. And if there's some way that we can remove the contaminants from it, stop it from being a pollutant, and turn it into a local viable resource for communities to tap into, we can save tons of energy, we can save tons of money, and we can make it a better place to live. How is the research going? It's going really well. I'm really excited. We have field sites now where we're rolling out this technology at larger, larger scales. Utilities are interested from Sonoma County up in wine country all the way down to the Sun Valley in Los Angeles. So all across California, this is a technology that people are really excited about and that we're starting to implement. The water district around UCI is the Irvine Ranch Water District. Any contacts with them yet? I haven't yet. Okay. Well, they will be in the future, (laughs) I'm sure. How about on an international level? Will this be applicable like that? Absolutely, absolutely. So one thing that we really struggle with in California is that because so much of our hardscapes are already developed, we've built parking lots and we've built highways already, so it's really hard to find good places to capture that water and infiltrate it. And so we have to sort of pick and choose based on you know what's available, not what is the best for the science. But especially in developing areas where cities are still growing, we have a great opportunity to build in areas to treat, capture, and recharge stormwater before we build out these hardscapes. So there's tremendous applications there. Any sense of when this would actually be viable working in our environment today? Yeah, so we're working at a field site that is being constructed right now to be a full-size 45-acre infiltration basin in Los Angeles. And hopefully that by the time that's finished in the middle of the next decade, we'll have our media in there working to remove the contamination. And that's in Sun Valley? That's in the Sun Valley, yeah. Well, all the best with your research. Continue on. Great work. Thank you. During my interview time with UC President Janet Napolitano, 
my journalist colleague Felicia Mello from Cal Matters Reporting Service had several very good questions about California State UC funding, which I now include. Because of the research that we do, and just just this morning at Gradsland, we got just a, a small taste of kind of the breadth of the research our graduate students do. So ultimately, it may require a ballot measure for a bond of some sort for the UC. We, we sorely need it. I'm hearing today stories about it raining in labs and students having to travel to other parts of the world to get the access to the equipment that they need. How common are things like that? Well, it, you know, in terms of traveling to other parts of the world, I was just talking to one of the finalists who's actually in northern Germany now. That may be the one you talk to uh, because there's a a particular million-dollar piece of equipment that her research requires. And that's going to happen sometimes, right? But what you want to be able to do is to support to the greatest extent possible students and faculty on site to have the equipment they need the laboratory facilities they need so they can do the great research that they do so that's our challenge what do you expect the governor to do on that issue in the may revisals coming up you know i don't know historically where the university is concerned the may revise is the same as the january budget and we end up advocating at the legislature for increases to that. And if that is the case, if the May revise uh, remains the same, uh, we will be united arm in arm with our students and advocating at the legislature that if there were any year where the state has the resources to reinvest in the UC and CSU, it would be this year. Have you seen a difference this year in response you're getting from the governor and the legislature from previous years in terms of how open they are to these discussions? Yes, we are in the legislature. In fact, uh, Jose Medina, who is chair of the Higher Ed Committee in the Assembly, uh, has got 40 Assembly members on a petition for full funding of uh, the university. And we just haven't seen that in the past. And in the overall budget picture, how significant is the ask? around easing overcrowding and improving infrastructure in the context of the request you're making overall? So in that context, you know, we're asking for $105 million in ongoing funds. Part of that is to buy out an in-state tuition increase, but the other part is to fund the 2,500 new students that we will have. And then we have $35 million in one-time funds for deferred maintenance. And, you know, that's a tip of the iceberg number, but we thought it was a reasonable ask, all things considered. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Grad Slam, UC Research. How does the UC and USA stay competitive and lead in innovation for the future? I've been thinking about this a lot over the last year, this being the first year of my program UCI Conversations, and as I have interviewed UCI leaders, innovators, and everyday anteaters, I have gained a few gems of wisdom that I have learned from my guests. Number one, the central question is, Do we as a nation want to be innovators or consumers? If we want to be innovators, we are going to have to work as hard as we can to be relevant. It must be another commitment to go to the moon, but this time it has to be technology. We either will lead or follow. We must commit to STEM like going to the moon. The battle wages on now. Right now. Now. And number two, to apply this individually to yourself, 
you must work twice as hard to get half as far. It will take this type of perseverance and commitment to achieve. My sense is this type of commitment you will grow, mature, lead, and contribute. This is an exceptional life, my friends. I implore you to answer the call from school leaders to first-year students. Do it for your country, do it for your family and friends, and do it for yourself. In doing this, you will inspire me to push beyond my limits, and I thank you. Well, that's it for the 2018 UC Grad Slam. Congratulations to all the participants, especially to UCI's Alana Ogata. Great job. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can reach me at kboss at KUCI.org. And now, coming up next on KUCI is The Color Spectrum with DJ Jericho. There's always more to the rainbow than meets the eye. Listen, and you will be rewarded. I'm looking forward to being with you next week on UCI Conversations, every Tuesday from 5.30 to 6 p.m. I'm your host, Kevin Bossenmeyer. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Have a great evening. Keep studying hard. Respect yourself and respect others for a better world. So long, everybody.